Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. You can say it that way too if you want. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about Grave of the Fireflies, Minute 50, which starts with Seta unpacking the rickshaw cart at the cave. And it ends with Setsuko asking where the bathroom will be. So this looks like a lot of stuff. Yeah. How much stuff are they? Like, what is everything that they have to move? I was like, what? This is way too much stuff. That's what I was thinking initially. <laughs> yeah. Because they've got, like, their cooking equipment. Mm-hmm. Maybe some dishes. Some food. Some, maybe. Yeah. They don't seem to be wearing, like, a lot of different clothes. No. It seems like they have, like, maybe one set. Maybe... Maybe they have several sets of the same outfit, maybe. I doubt. I doubt it. So I don't know what, but then I noticed when he's actually unpacking stuff at the cave, the big bundle, that's probably their bedding. Yeah. It's probably a futon. Mm. Okay. So that's probably the bulk of it. Yeah. But... Yep. So their aunt see, comes out and sees them leaving. Yeah. She. Yeah. What do you want to, what um, do you want to say about that? She seems like awestruck. Like what? She's surprised. Yeah. So the subtitles have Seita saying, thank you for everything. The Japanese is not quite that. It says, irai nagai koto ojamashimashita. Which basically, we have intruded for a very long time. Yeah. Which is not, there's no thank you in there. There's no thank It's just, <laughs> just, I've been here. Yeah. Sorry we've been such a bother to you, right? Yeah. Which m- very much more fits the... Uh, mm. The relationship that yeah. they have. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is, is this the last time, time we see? I think so. Aunt? Yeah. He's sad to see her go? No. No. It's, this is the moment. This is the scene that kind of starts their demise. It's this decision. They're to move to the cave. To it's move not to a the good cave. decision. It's not. It's. Very much restricts their next move. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're playing chess, and you're like, oh, I'll just sacrifice my queen. No. It's removed so many options for you. Yeah, dude, no. (laughs) So what do you think, uh, what do you think's going through her head? Do you think she regrets the way she treated them at all? I think she, she might, she might think that they're, they're going to come back at some point. Like, I don't know, because a lot of, I feel like. I don't know if I ever did. I feel like a lot of kids are like, I'm running away. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And then they're right back. Yeah. They made it like they didn't make it to the end of the block. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she's worried about them? I think she's, she probably is. She's kind of like, well, where are you going? Like, but she doesn't pry. She doesn't ask for specifics. Cause Sita's just like, I don't know yet, but I'm going. She's like, okay. Yeah. It's weird that she doesn't like, Stop them. Stop them. She doesn't prevent them from going. From going. Like she doesn't. She's not taking she, them seriously or she's not. Yeah. Do you think that's it? Do you think she just is indulging them? It's like, oh, they're just kidding? Or do you think she really, like, I feel like if she really accepted them as part of her household, part of her family, then she would, like, no, that's, as, that's dumb. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Right. For your own good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you to stay. Right. I feel like she doesn't. It seems like she, she, never, she doesn't take that responsibility. No. She, yeah, she. She has not really. 
It's kind of weird. She has more of an obligation than a responsibility is what I right. What I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like she has an obligation, familial, obliga- familial obligation to... To stop them. To put them up. Right. But she's not responsible for them. No. As a part of her family. Yeah, she... I don't know. It's a weird like contour of her what she thinks her responsibilities are. Yeah. She... I so, don't know. I don't I want, know. I want to know, is she going to be yelled at for this? I feel like this is really the thing. This is If the, the neighborhood is going to yell at her about something. Yeah. I feel like it would be this more than like singing a song in the middle of the day. Or crying. Or even a little kid crying at night. A little night. kid crying yeah. at night, not doing anything during air raids. Because like, Sita, like, later in the film, kind of wreaks havoc a bit. He's He's a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But that's for his sister's sake. But if like I don't I feel like once he starts doing that, a lot of people might be like, Why didn't you keep them? Like mm, look at what he's doing maybe. now. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. If she's what she doesn't she think that that is gonna bring more shame on her? Yeah, like if her if her brother is her dad her brother? No, her brother in law. Yeah. Distant relative. Distant relative. So their cousin. Their probably. cousin or something. If he came back, she's not gonna Spoiler alert, he's dead. <laughs> but if he if he was alive and he came back, he would he would be mad. He would Oh yeah, totally. He would be like, Where are my children? Yeah. What did you do with them? Yeah. That's a good point. Or like if say if like their if Seita's relatives from Tokyo were like we should check up on him if they came back and we're like, Where where are they? Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff has just been is not operating just because of the war. Just because of the war, but if, yeah. if like, if it wasn't wartime right now, I feel like there would be a lot of people being like, what? what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you letting them do that? Yeah. It's hard. Uh, this is one of the points where it's like, wow, this, it's hard to read her face because of the style, like the anime style. Mm, it's yeah. hard to read the emotion on her face. I don't know if that's good filmmaking or it's a, it's a, a fault, a shortcoming, but as she watches them go, especially at, like after she turns around at the sound of Setsuko's laughter. Yeah. It's like, what is, I'm really, I wish I could what read her face more. Right? Yeah. She, yeah, she says like goodbye to Setsuko. She's like, okay. She wants to be like a little cute with yeah. Setsuko. That's, that's a weird, that's a weird, a what? Very weird moment. I don't Like, do you, is she, I don't. Is she ashamed of herself? Is she just letting it happen? Like, I don't. I... So yeah, I mean, she, we've already seen that. Like, she's a bit of a hypocrite for eating the spare rice <laughs> and then yelling at them. So probably she has a capacity for compartmentalizing stuff in her head. Right. right? So there's one compartment where Setsuko is a cute little girl, and she can be cute with her. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be totally separate from the compartment where Sitsuko's crying and yeah is a nuisance yeah or from the compartment where maybe she has some responsibility to to guide these children mm-hmm. uh, away from bad choices she just picks the compartments that are like advantageous to her <laughs> and like acts on right. those uh-huh. right weird I can't I can't read her face I don't know what she's thinking. This is this is one of those moments where you're like screaming at everyone like why 
why? Like, why aren't you doing anything? Stop yeah. them. But Setsuko seems to be having fun once they arrive. Yeah. And uh, Seita is setting up the boxes as shelves, as any college student would. This is very much it's very kind of moving into the dorm kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Setsuko's very excited. She's assigning rooms. I wonder what this is like. Why is this cave here and nobody else is using it? Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, there's a pond in front of them. I don't know if it's a pond or if it's like a small lake, but is it like Somebody a... built this shelter. Who who was it? Where are they? Why'd Why did they build it? <laughs> Why aren't they using it? Right? Right. Why is it empty? Like I was thinking like for fishing, like someone was Oh, storing stuff. Look a little okay. But I could be. I guess there are no more fish in the lake or pond or whatever the heck. It's really it's because it's it's like overgrown. Like you can see part of a roof, but there's like grass on top of it, on top of one of the doorways. Yeah, I don't know. Was this just for storage? I like was this like another possible air raid hideout that no one is using, or everyone's like, right? Oh, there's one closer here, so we'll just go to that. Okay, that's weird. It really is. I don't know what the deal is with these things. But we'll have the rest of the movie to talk about them. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? No. All right. Well, we made it through this week. Yeah. This is a tough week. This is a tough week. It's probably tough weeks ahead. But this one was pretty tough. Yeah. And we've seen the last of the aunt. So that's something. Yeah. All right. We're back to Totoro. Next week. Next week. Here on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.